0: Everybody, welcome back to the Turning Hearts podcast. I uh, just want to welcome Mr. Dennis back with us. Um, how you doing? Doing good. Good to be here. It's a good, beautiful morning. Yeah. Uh, so today I just want to go back into a little bit of um, what we were talking about last time as far as leadership goes um, in the home, uh, referring to the question that was asked about how to establish leadership in the home. Uh, with a difficult schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, this in, in particular gentleman has gone for two weeks at a time and comes home for two weeks and away again for two weeks. Sometimes that can be extended three weeks. So just long periods, but it also relates to husbands that are just have a difficult schedule. Maybe you work nights. Uh, and so you have to sleep during the day or, um, maybe you, you know, high hours are demanded at work and, and you're not home for much. So how do you lead your family? Well, when you're not there most of the time. And so, we covered a few things last time as far as uh, just the practicals of of how to operate in a, in a vision-oriented system, getting with your wife, getting information about how the day goes, and yeah. and being an initiator is what yeah. we really talked about. Um, yeah. Yeah. And so, let's go into that just a little bit more on how the husband can do that in a way that's um effective with his wife and not you know, give as much explanation as we can to avoid conflict in the yeah. midst of like, you know, yeah. you're not conquering yeah. a yeah. a city here. Yeah. You know, it's your own home. Um yeah. a lot of these conversations. I know we talked about the date for a little bit, um going on a uh, on a date and saying, you know, what do we believe about this? Yeah. What do you believe? Let me hear your answer
1: hear my answer, yeah. um, but... Let me say one thing. Yeah, right go there. for it. I just want to... You know, in your family, this what I'm going to say is forever um, a foundation. And and so, Dad, here's a hint. Husband, here's a hint. Let your wife and your kid... If, if what I'm fixing to say is a forever foundation, let you be be characterized by doing this. Always have your Bible around. Mm-hmm. And when you're looking for answers to anything, give the Bible the first shot. Mm-hmm. Okay, because what I want to say is we have to have something, some standard, some something bigger than us that we agree. And believers are supposed to do this, but we know in culture today... We don't always. We're real tempted these days to go with the um, the majority culture mm-hmm. view of how things should be run, and that becomes our new doctrine. Well, I know the old days they used to do this because the Bible says so, but now we've arrived, mm-hmm. and Google says, <laughs> you know, and, and so the the point is, establish in your family that you will live by the Bible even if it hurts. Hmm. And without that, no marriage, no, no church. If there's not something that I will come to and you will come to, husband and wife, brother and brother, whatever, that we will both say, now this is where I'll change when I'm against this. That foundation of w- we believe the Bible has every answer we need, now, obviously, it's not going to tell you what shirt to wear today, mm-hmm. but it has a principle in it, or, or in some cases, exact language for how to govern, how to live, how to choose, and lead a family. So, so I just throw that in there because yeah. you're hinting at it. And I, I want to say that Darren and I get asked all the time, and I made a choice, first, because I needed it, and secondly, because in the middle of my need, I thought, this is really good. Is when my family had issues, when my wife and I had issues, is I wanted to be seen going. Well, let me pull this out, dust it off, mm-hmm. and let me, as the leader, again, I'm initiating. Let me find what the Bible says about it, mm-hmm. and and obviously it's not that I don't want. My, I want my kids. To, I want them to. I want to be modeling, and maybe let's bring that into our discussion. Yes. An example. Uh, I was taught, and I've always taught my kids, uh, the word leadership isn't great by itself. All right, here's what I mean by that. And I'm slightly going off subject, but it's on this subject. Because I'm thinking of the guy that's coming home, and how does he, with all grace, begin to uh, take on leadership without being the Dictator yeah and making everybody mad and that's the upsetting first thing all most this. people yeah. think about that's yeah and and so the word that i think should always be seen with leadership is servant servant leadership mm-hmm. and 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 so uh i lead by modeling and being an example of what i want to be seen in others mm-hmm. uh, one thing and you said we should talk about this and and so we will in a minute mm-hmm. so bring us back to it okay um I'm 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 the authority in my home, but if I'm not modeling being under authority, it's going to be hard for those to be under my authority. Right. Okay, so that is a big subject. That's good. Um. And and just modeling, go into the scriptures. So that now my wife, when she's wondering, what do I and my children, when they're wondering about different things, and I'm not talking about a two-year-old, I'm talking about an eight, ten-year-old, a fifteen-year-old, you want them to have seen years of dad. When dad doesn't know exactly what to do, he goes to the Bible. Mm-hmm. And when dad finds out he's wrong or not doing what the Bible says, dad models, initiates, and leads. By verbally saying, I wasn't living what the Bible said, so I'm wrong. Mm -hmm. And if we create that that culture in our home, then it's easier for our wife to walk in those same shoes. It's easier for our children to walk. And trust me, when your kids get 16 and 18 and 19, you're going to need them to have learned the grace to say, no, I was wrong. I wasn't doing what the Bible said Mm. or what we believe the scriptures say. So I just throw that in there that it's imperative. And so, hey, example number one, dad, uh, when you're in the home and we're dealing with how do I begin to take leadership, just become the person that uh, that's leading, whether he's telling people what to do or not. Mm-hmm. And that goes back to initiating. So we're sitting around the table. I just got home last night. I've been gone for two weeks. We're sitting around the table and we're eating and I'm finding out, hey, what'd you do the last two weeks, Susie? And hey, Jimmy, what'd you do the last two weeks? And sweetheart, how's your, and we're eating supper. And then you, after you listen, you just say something like, boy, i tell you what, while I was gone, let me tell you the verse I read in the Bible. Y'all aren't going to believe this. Mm -hmm. Now it means you need to be reading the Bible. And trust me, you do. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's wisdom that we can't come up with there. So, yeah. But it's that example. It's that servant leadership, not demanding that I'm the boss, but just beginning to serve. And then this is the way I told it to my kids. Like when I told my 18-year-old, you're going to be in charge of the 16, the 14, the 12, the 10. And then I think there was an eight, or maybe there was an eight and another one. I don't remember how many seven there is, (laughs) but I said, when you lead, don't do it from, I'm telling you what to do. Do it from a, this is where the team's going. Would you like to join us? This is going to be a lot of fun. Invitation. It's an invitation to follow. Mm -hmm. So anyway, sorry to interrupt your thought there, but I think it's good that we, so dad comes home and he just starts championing the Bible, championing the Bible. He doesn't become preacher every day. You don't have to know the Bible. I don't have to memorize the Bible.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But he's beginning to use a language that's, I'm just thankful for the scriptures. I, I believe, you know what? We haven't always looked to the Bible for our answers. Yeah. But I heard on a podcast the other day, and I think the guy was right. <laughs> yeah. The Bible does have the answers. You just use that language. You just begin that talk. And you're. what's happening is you're beginning to develop a concept in your family that we need the bible yeah, we need good. the bible and that is leading them without telling them you better go read the bible <laughs> yeah so no that's that's good that's that's one idea there for a, for a man in that situation a dad and husband in that situation
0: yeah no that's that's good and um so so we've gone out in the date we've we've uh, talked about what the bible says about leadership in the home or yeah. order in the home yeah um, what what do we believe about it yeah and um this could be a, ca- a challenging spot for a lot of uh marriages because uh not every wife's going to say "Oh, well, i believe you should be the leader yeah you know, just go yeah. just tell me what yeah. to do tell me, <laughs> <how> to <follow. laughs> tell me how to follow yeah. i'm, I'm with probably you probably won't get said right so and most understandably so most of the homes especially the ones we're talking about you know mom's kind of by default had to be the leader because yes. dad's been gone. Yeah, She just assumed the spot. She may like to be in that spot. She may not, um, May be waiting for him and that's a point of contention or yeah. she may be fully confident and I've got this under control. What are we having this talk about? I got to right. get home. The kids
1: need them. Yeah. So um, what do we do when we don't agree? Yeah, when we don't agree. Well, I think that there's really if you don't agree biblically, then in my opinion, the next step is, is, is kind of simple. I would begin to talk with my wife about who is somebody that we both respect within the church, within our sphere of brothers and sisters in Christ, that, that would be an authority. And, and I'm saying as husband, let's go get help from them. Mm-hmm. Anytime a husband and wife don't agree. And, and you aren't at this point to where you just found a Bible verse that says it and I'm wrong. So let's both agree this is right or you're wrong. And, and again, it's never really this right and wrong. It's just <laughs> such a wrong language in marriage. Yeah. It's, it's perspectives and they're valid and all those things. But where something's clear here and we're choosing not to live it. If this won't cause us to both say, I want to pursue this. You got to have somebody you trust. And when I say trust, you're willing to them to say, don't do that. Mm-hmm. Change this. Both of you change. Or just you need to change in this one. Or just you, the man, or the wife. You have to trust them to a point that they can tell you how to move. Mm-hmm. Now, so what that is is that's you, the husband and the wife, coming under authority. Mm-hmm. And, and it's a biblical principle. I'm gonna go ahead and talk about it. Yeah, uh, You can never have authority where you are not under authority. Amen. It's all throughout the Bible. Husbands, you're not gonna lead your family if you're not characterized, it's visible. I've, you know, wife and children have watched you be told something you didn't necessarily wanna hear either through the scriptures but even really from another human, and you change Mm -hmm. based on what their advice was. Now, I know in this world today, we know everybody, we we don't trust anybody. Mm -hmm. The whole system of authority's been so abused, everybody's been so hurt, Mm -hmm. but we didn't didn't trust that their heart was for us, so I don't wanna, you know, how Mm -hmm. dare they say that to me when they got these five issues in their life. (laughs) You know, biblically, what matters is that you submit to them as authority. There's not an authority on this earth that doesn't have issues. Mm-hmm. So if you're looking for issues, you win. Mm-hmm. You'll never be under authority and you will never have authority. If we disagree, I, Dad, the leader, am going to say we're going to go get under somebody and get them to teach. Now, I would be careful because there are a lot of leaders in the church today that are saying there's no husband authority.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So tell them, I wouldn't pick that one. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't because yeah. again, this is a subject I see the Bible is clear on. Right. And I don't care what evolution culturally has happened. Right. If the Bible didn't speak on it, I'd all be for what has evolved in the culture. Mm-hmm. I would possibly,
2: mm-hmm.
1: but the, the Bible is clear. So find a church and hopefully you're going to church and you're initiating that while you're home and get under authority. And again, the authority that I, Dennis Aldi, am under, I'm under the authority of my Father in Heaven, God, and and Jesus, His Son, and the Holy Spirit. Uh, And probably, and and I I would hate to give a percentage, but I'm going to say most of the time that comes through Scripture. Mm -hmm. So this really has authority in my life. And I've made a habit of my family, wife especially, seeing me say, you know, I really don't like it, but here's what I found in the Bible, so we're fixing to try to live this out best we can. Not just finding all the ones yeah. that suit you yeah. well. Yeah, I'm not just looking for the one that tells me to go do what I want to do. <laughs> right. No, uh, really, I, this one I don't like. This one hurts me. Mm-hmm. And then I think every man should always have at least two men that know what's going on in his heart, and he's always submitted so that I come home from supper and I got to have coffee with this man today and just say, golly, family, wife. Whew, that was a tough talk I had with so-and-so today. And I was asking him, what do we do on this? And he just really said, you know, you need to stop doing this. Mm-hmm. And I kind of wanted to jump over him at the t- coffee, you know, there and say, how dare you? Cause I watched you do this last week with your family. Mm-hmm. But I, I submit to his authority and that right there is so powerful. When your wife sees you submitted, it's going to invite her into a similar thing. Mm -hmm. And if it doesn't, again, you still got to get, you need help. Mm -hmm. So you need to go be submitted anyway. You need help that can speak into you and her, if she's still just against it. And that's not saying she's a bad lady. Again, Uh, everybody me wives your wife her wife their you know they've been abused you know by by wrong authorities that Mm -mm. did overstep boundaries so all those situations are real it's not just this we all have to bad people don't and good people do Mm -hmm. that's not an attitude at all there's these real circumstances i feel
0: like the bible really speaks to that because it's not you know, we all focus in on wives submit to your husbands. Yeah. Every, I mean, it's just like the yeah. Yeah. Wrongly, everyone stay yeah. away from that. But and then there's so much discussion about that one, but we kind of neglect them. The slaves obey your masters, exactly. And not just to tie those two together, but in the in the fact that it is when there is unreasonable authority. It says First Peter chapter two. When it says when this person's not perfect. Yes. When this person makes mistakes, and they're even over demanding or treating you wrongly or doing something that they wouldn't do yes respond with obedience and yes. respond with submission respect respect yes honor your authority um and so and this doesn't just go i'm not speaking to the wife i'm speaking to the like you're saying the husband yeah, the when he husband. goes to work yeah well when, you
1: just mentioned the when, key one when the Keep husband's going.
0: driving to work yeah you know how fast are you going yeah uh, you Ooh. don't agree with the law but yeah. we submit because not because I, I think that's a
1: reasonable law, but because the, the Lord, the, the Word of God, is it says to obey those. It does. Uh-huh. So it's showing your submission. And again, no person. I can get, ask yourself this question: Are you dying to follow somebody that you've never seen follow anybody? <laughs> no. Yeah. So don't expect your wife or spouse to die to follow you when they've never seen you follow somebody. Mm-hmm either, again, the Bible, my pastor, and again, I know bosses have their own agenda, and they may not even be Christian, but we can still be respectful with an unreasonable boss. Mm -hmm. Respectful. Doesn't mean, you know, I go do something illegal for him, and those times, it means I honor him with my language, with my heart attitude, and I pretty much follow him. Mm -hmm. He's my boss, and yeah, he's out for him to get his and me not to, even though it was my idea. He took it and got more, got a raise, and I didn't. Mm-hmm. How dare he? No. You get under authority and you'll be amazed that the Bible is true. Bible says it. Mm-hmm. If you're under authority, the Lord will give you authority. If you're not under authority, he takes what you have away. Mm. Oh. Mm. And we're struggling to get this authority. Yeah. So boy what a great answer for all of us mm-hmm. every human not just the man not just the be submitted because one day you are going to have a place where you need people to submit to you maybe in your job maybe dad in the home husband in the home mom at, at doing something with her kids
2: mm-hmm.
1: again it's this picture man is under God and, and and the wife is to be submitted under her husband and in the ne- very next verses are children obey your parents. Mm-hmm. I mean there's just this chain of authority where we're all under the Lord. Mm-hmm. I I will say this, I appreciate my wife saying this. She was struggling, you know, cuz I have made mistakes as a leader. Mm-hmm. I've you know, we won't even begin to talk about them. They're too <laughs> numerous. But she said, you know, she began to look and realize that I was under God and that the Lord could even discipline me, and He has in my life. And so that gave her more of a confidence that she could follow me Mm -hmm. because she watched me walk through some of those disciplines Mm -hmm. instead of rejecting them and saying, we're not going back to that church. Mm -hmm. Those old jokers over there are terrible, (laughs) you know. But, but me walk through that gave her an ability to say, wait a minute, this man, I may can trust him even though he's made a major mistake. Because he's willing for somebody to speak and say, don't do that, even if they were wrong. I mean, I, again, I'm so thankful for leaders in my life that said, don't do that even though you think you should. And I chose by the grace of God not to. And six years later, they came and said, we think you ought to do this such a blessing to me that the security of knowing i had been under someone yeah no
0: it's that's powerful and so i think maybe even before the date or shortly after the date (laughs) the first step of initiation would be find some authority find some authority there's probably under over you already you just didn't realize it but open your eyes to how are some ways that i can demonstrate
1: yeah submitting to authority and demonstrating it. that's where we as dad in the home, you know, we go out, we come to work and sometimes we want to check the news. We want to check the sports. We want to check the hunting channel. We want to, you know, and so there's not, again, this initiation job of dad. How do I lead? I like sometimes being quiet. Now, most people may not know that, (laughs) Um, but I, I'm sitting on the couch and I'm looking at what's going on in my living room tonight. And I go, You know what? It'd be real easy for us all just go get in the bed and read a book. But I'm fixing to say something because it's my job, and I begin to talk about my demonstration that some experience where I was submitted and just I'm honest. You know, it was hard. I really almost felt like I was being mistreated, even or or it was glorious. I was so thankful I was submitted because I didn't get in trouble. Mm -hmm. I mean, just share those examples. That's leading, is being the communicator, being the talker, being the vision caster mm-hmm. all the time. Dads, we just don't rest. We don't. And get, and get some time to be exhausted. Yeah, we just, I, you know, I, I heard somebody say it and I agree, they, they said, you know, a long time ago, I just decided I'd never get a break. So I wrote it in my journal. You never get a break, end of question. And I thought, I don't wanna do that one. <laughs> I like breaks regularly, (laughs) but I got to, you know, you know what, this is true, and I did. I wrote it in my journal. Okay, from now on, don't ever look for another break. Just be, your life will be exhausted. You're going to give, you're going to give, you're going to give, you're going to give, and then you're going to give, and then when you're exhausted, you're going to give. And I relate that to spiritual warfare out of Ephesians where it says, Putting on the armor of God, you stand, and having done everything, stand, and then therefore so that you can stand firm. Mm. And that is the mindset we as leaders take. I'm the dad, I'm the husband, so it just means I'm gonna give and give and give and give and give and servant, servant, serve and serve and and servant, lead and lead, 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 servant, lead, servant, lead, servant, lead, servant, lead, servant, lead, servant. And when I'm tired, I'm gonna serve. Mm. And if you live that, I promise people will want to follow you. Mm. And they'll begin to adopt those habits. It's true, this is a hard one to say because it's true. What we're characterized by is what is being learned. And if we're characterized by rejecting authority, then in our house, most people in that house are gonna reject authority.
2: Mm.
1: If we're characterized by not leading and being silent, and and again, it's not leading in telling everybody what to do, but just vocalizing thoughts. Mm -hmm. Is leading vocalizing beliefs from the scripture, vocalizing your quiet time. Mm-hmm. Then the others in the house are going to be characterized by. So whatever we are characterized by doing, it's taught whether we're teaching it with a, a notes and a syllabus or not. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, you're teaching. We know that time. you're yeah. teaching all the time. Yeah. Let's 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 just get active and make it good stuff. Stuff we want. Right. Fruit that we want. -hmm. That's a key to being a husband. That's a key to being a man. That's a key to being a father. Mm -hmm. Go live what you want to see in others. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: That's powerful. That's powerful. (laughs) Uh, And and just to kind of
0: just one story we'll share on that um, really quick that I know you have is the um, uh, the one child that this is later. This is like in the teen years or whatever when the fruit's coming out and they're rebellious. And they come to meet with you, or the parents ask, will you meet with them. And they say, you know, why? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ooh, so I'll, I'll, just, just just relate back to the earth, this is for the, the ones that have small kids. Yeah. Um, or the ones that don't have any kids at all, just to, to, to relate to
1: the, the subject of leadership and characterization and what, what we're known for. Yeah. Well, I, as, as a pastor uh, of a ch- small church and, and just someone people come and ask my wife, will you spend time with my 14-year-old or my 18-year-old because they're just, they've just they decided not to listen. We're going in all this conflict. And so I spend time and I just, tell me what's going on in your heart. Why are you making these choices? And, and it wasn't one time. I can tell you numerous times what I was told by a 16-year-old son, a 17-year-old daughter was, well, I can tell you why I don't want to listen to my parents it's because they're living a double life. And I'm like, what do you mean? He said, well, you know, I, um, I got a whooping or I got discipline, I, you know, whatever the discipline would be because I, I chose to tell a lie I and mean, it was really a bad deal and I got in a lot of trouble. And a week later, the telephone, I mean, literally I was told this, the telephone rang and my mom said, tell him I'm not here. And this was for that happened, you know, at a younger age. And now, as a sixteen-year-old, this kid's saying, "How dare they spank me or discipline?" I don't remember if it was a a spanking or what, but discipline me for telling a lie, and turn right around and say it's okay for an adult to tell a lie. It destroyed their ability to say, "Don't tell a lie." Mm -hmm. So. Critical, critical. And that's like, in my opinion, that is the deepest nitty-gritty mm-hmm. of our life. Are we living what we want to see in our wife and kids mm-hmm. as men? If you're not, I'm going to say this in all kindness, you won't see it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You cannot expect in A leader cannot expect people to go where he hasn't gone. Mm-hmm. You can't do it. So if the integrity of your own heart isn't Character, mm-hmm. and I'm. When I say characterized by something, we're all going to make mistakes, right? Okay. These so seventy probably- percent of the time I do this, but that thirty percent that I fail, I have the character say, "Oh, forgive me. Mm-hmm. I chose wrong. I lied. I mm-hmm. told a little bitty lie because I was uncomfortable in the pressure of the moment." I caved in and, oh, I regret it. I tell you what, I regret it so much. I'm going over to see them. And you tell your wife and kids this example. Yeah. Don't just do it in your mind. Demonstrate it. Demonstrate, initiate. We're still mm. focusing on those. real. I'm going to go tomorrow and I'm going to tell them I told them a little white lie because I just was nervous and didn't know what to say in the moment. And and all of a sudden you're living something that they're going to be caught. That You're not going to have to tell them. Don't ever tell them. They're going to just choose or have more freedom to choose it. How yeah, much still make
0: How much leadership do you actually show in just that little simple thing? You're showing repentance. Yeah. You're demonstrating how to make it right. Yeah. And you're acquiring leadership of your kids because they're watching. Yeah. I yeah. mean, they're, they're well, going. to go, I'm going to follow him. So you're getting your kids to sign up in an act that you're doing just to redeem yourself. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, and and it's the example of the guy that might be I don't know what he does for a living, but let's say he's a welder and and let's say that he um he he goes into a classroom and they show up on the board these are the eight steps to a perfect weld i promise you he won't weld near as good if that's all he sees As if he has a person that says no look hold the stick like this and approach it like this and then do your hand like this Mm -hmm. and you could write that on the board all day long and he's gonna try it But with him kind of grabbing the hand, doing it first, a teacher, do it. What we see is way better than what we read. Yeah. You know, I mean, we want to read it, we need those classes. But I'm telling you, your kids and your wife watching you walk through those things will so much open the door for them to walk in. Mm. It's true. All
0: right. Well, I think that's all we got for today. Tomorrow we'll. Be leading on to a different different subject but i'm sure we'll be back to this one many times hmm. um but if if there's some topics maybe that uh, relate to this that you yeah more say, specific well, yeah more anything. specific i wanted to there's one question i had in the middle of that um email that in let us know specifically what you're dealing with in in the middle of all that or maybe there's a response that yeah. your wife or kids are giving you that we didn't address yeah um We're not afraid of this subject, Uh, and this is a glorious, glorious thing uh, that is in the Lord's heart. So email us
1: in. I want to finish with this. Yeah, go ahead. One more thought. Okay, because you said glorious, and it triggered my mind. (laughs) (laughs) It is glorious. In Ephesians chapter 5, the very verses we're using to say that God wants order, He said this, this husband and wife is the mystery of Christ Mm. in the church. It's a miracle. It it is a miracle. It's this beautiful, beyond what we could probably write out, what this will display. So it's worth all our effort. It's worth our prayer. It's worth, you know, seeking out help. How do I live this? How do we, my wife and I, live this for our kids so they get to live it someday? No. It is beautiful. Appreciate you listening. For sure. So much. Uh, Yeah. And email uh, Dennis. At turninghearts.com. There's also info at turninghearts.com. Either one of those I get will be happy to to get more detailed because I know there's so many scenarios out there. Well, yes. I tried this and this came at me and I didn't know what to do.
0: <laughs> she said this and I just turned white. <laughs> uh, yes, and if if you guys want to go deeper into some more teaching that Dennis and and even hear from Dara, we'll hear from Dara in the future. But uh, if you if there's you want to sit down with your wife or your family and uh, go through some teaching. Uh, Maybe you have older kids that are getting ready to get married and you know that Uh, they're not prepared for it at all. Um, uh, I want you to go to teachable.com. Well,
1: right now we have a parenting class that is available. Uh, It's streaming. There's a cost, a fee there, but it lets you stream it for a minimum of a year. So you have plenty of time to go through it. It's eight weeks long, but it's at uh, turning hearts, one word, turning hearts with S dot, teachable.com. Okay. And that should bring you in, and then you could sign up there and, and do that. And there's
0: thing. an option on there to buy it and actually get
1: to call or have some sort of. Yes, that's right. There's an option you. if you would like just some personal conversation, uh, time set aside where you uh, get to call us and we answer that question. Yeah, we mm-hmm. want that because, again, all our families are there's so many scenarios yeah. it's not there is no cookie cutter answer to everything and and we understand that and how do you approach these subjects because this is where we live yeah this is every day i wake up and you know here it is we're, again we're, here we are again my wife and my kids and and your wife wakes up every day and there you are <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know, it's not just us with our wives no it's, it's wives with us and no. kids and all the stress and, and the and the joys of that. Yeah, if you so. think you got all your, your questions answered, just ask your wife because yeah. there's probably a whole bunch more. Amen. Amen. So amen.
0: You guys have a good one.
1: Thank you.